What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Speaking with love, Christian love is difficult at the best of times, even during the best conditions. How can you speak to others with love and do it? if you don't have the love of Christ in your hearts. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of A Few Minutes with God podcast. This is episode 198. Today, our topic is speaking with love. You can visit my other website at mediaangels.com, and you can look for books on character qualities, and I have children's novels as well as many other books and products that are educational. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. And if you want the show notes for today's episode, go to a few minutes with God podcast.com and look for episode 198. We can't all speak lovingly, and typically, when we don't, our emotions get in the way. Well, speaking with love is really a gift. Some people just seem to have the gift of kindness, or They see the good in other people. Recently, a situation happened that made me think about uh, this particular talk, especially in light of the fact that I don't think that I have the gift of kindness. I have to try really hard when I really want to just say what's on my mind. My husband, on the other hand, does have kindness and speaks, um, usually giving other people the benefit of the doubt. Well, a situation happened where my daughter was moving and she has some laying hens that she was going to move once they closed on the house. Well, someone went and stole two of the hens. And then the next day, before they could get all of them moved over, they stole another two. And she was very upset because they have a very large family and they need these eggs. But what really struck me was... All I could think about was, well, maybe the people that stole the chickens really needed the food. Maybe they needed these chickens to lay eggs. And so I shared that with my daughter and she said, you know, you're giving them the benefit of the doubt. And I didn't think of it that way. And it really made me think because I've been trying really hard to, to pray and to ask the Lord before I speak what's on my mind, because truthfully, I was upset for her because they're a large family that also needs all of these hens. But the idea here is that while we can't always speak kindly, especially when we're annoyed, 
that we really need to make an effort to think the best of people, and everyone's going to let us down the side of heaven. I often fight with myself over what I want to say because it's human nature, and sometimes we say things just to be funny. When it's not funny, it's someone else's expense. If we're not grounded in Christ, that is the problem. We're so concerned with self. We want to be right. We want things to be fair, especially if they're fair to us. And we believe that we have a right to speak our mind. Well, all of these rights often trip over each other and they become more of a self-seeking right other than that of a Christian. Because as Christians, we are the ones that other people look to. Why do we speak out in a way that is not pleasing to the Lord? Well, it could be because we're upset or we feel justified. Usually, anger gets in the way of clear thought or speaking kindly. Another reason can be fear. Fear is a gripping sensation, and often in fear, we can say things that we will regret later. Fear makes us feel out of control, and when this happens, our speech also will reflect our insecurities. And when we speak unkindly, we are typically taking it out on another person. And this is never acceptable or okay. But praise God, we can change. Every day is a new day. But it takes wanting to change to make that happen. I wanted to make that change in my life. I recently read a post on social media that a friend of mine, who has written quite a few books, commented on another book that was recently released and had a movie as well. She talked about the hateful comments from fellow Christians that she received when she gave the book and movie a review. I know nothing about the book or movie, but I know what kind of person this is, and I also know that people feel entitled to share their opinion. As Christians, like I shared earlier, we are held to a higher standard and a higher bar, and there is never a reason for a person to speak hatefully. There's just no excuse. And I think one of the things that upset her is people said, well, you can't possibly be a Christian. If you knew her testimony and where she came from, she um, was an unwed teen mother and did not give up her baby for adoption, did not have an abortion, but actually had her child. And now she's gone on to have an amazing ministry where she shares about her life and her conversion and her marriage to a man who has helped her grow as a Christian. And so if you know this person, you would never think that she would recommend something that would be appalling. Now, this book probably had some sensitive topics. And so that is always wise, even if something um, is recommended is to look at it for yourself, but never to point out or to put down someone else because you don't agree. First Corinthians thirteen four through seven talks about love. This is the love that speaks of God's grace, God's promise, and God's example. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. 
This, my friend, is what Christian love talks about and how we are to speak. We speak with patience. We speak with kindness. We speak without envy. We speak without boasting. We speak without being proud. We speak without dishonoring others. We speak in a way that is not self-seeking. We speak in a way that is not angry. We speak in a way that does not point fingers or accuse. But there is more. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. The truth, we are told, will set us free. John eight thirty one through 32 To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. We want our words to set others free and not to hold them in bondage or to have them be so upset and hateful towards us. Our words should be the ones that protect others. We should trust in the truth and encourage others with hope and continue on through the tough times. When we speak with love and kindness, we're following the example of Christ in the Bible. We read that Jesus often said, go and sin no more. But he was not disparaging to the sinner. He didn't call them out or use crude terminology. He didn't point fingers and tear the people down. No, he lifted and encouraged and taught, often using parables and stories so that the people could relate and understand. Ephesians 4.25-32 gives us an example of righteous anger, but it also gives us a reason to be careful and of how we speak. We are to put off falsehoods and speak truthfully, but we are admonished in anger not to sin. Ephesians 25 states, Therefore each of you must put off falsehoods and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesomeness talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom we are sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, bawling, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So that's Ephesians 25 through 32. Is there a time for anger? Of course there is. But we don't have to speak in a way that we regret what we say. We've all done this, but in these verses that I just read, it tells us to get rid of bitterness, rage, and anger, to ask others for forgiveness when we have offended them, to have compassion for others. It's okay to say, I agree that we're going to disagree. You know, you may, may not be able to resolve differences when you're talking about things, but we can also pray for people. When we are in prayer, we can sense the goodness of the Lord and feel his love, his forgiveness, and compassion. Yet when we are in trying or difficult situations, 
we may find that we are at a loss and may fail to speak with love. Speaking with love takes practice and it takes faith. But there is hope because of the power of God. The power of Jesus in our lives is real. How is this real? By the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us wisdom and many of the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. In the podcast notes, I shared a podcast that I did on the fruits of the Spirit. How do we get more of the Spirit of God? By prayer and by asking for it. We can ask the Lord to help us to see the ways that our words have hurt others and we need to repent. Repenting from sin should be something we do at the end of each and every day, or more often if you can. Jesus said we should forgive others 70 times 7. He did not say we should hold a grudge for the rest of our lives. God gave us the gift of life, and the miracle of our lives is the ability to touch others in a way that is uplifting and helpful. This week, look at the words you use with your family first and then with your friends. Are you speaking in a way that builds people up, or does it tear people down? Can you speak kindly? Can you speak the truth, but in a way that people will actually listen? When those who profess to be Christians can't even speak with Christian love, then how are we to hope to have love for one another in our humanity? We can't do it without the Lord. Christians have a common and unifying Father. We believe in God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are not orphans, but we are adopted children of the Almighty, and we should reflect the love of God in our lives and the way we live our lives. In John fourteen fifteen through 20 we read, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Now, I've read a lot of scriptures to you in this podcast. Go back and listen to them again or find them in your Bible and just Listen as you're reading them, meditate on them, and then jot down some thoughts in your own journals. They are so rich, and they speak to me each time, and sometimes in a different way. Friends, our actions and our words should reflect this love of God. If we don't have the love of God within us, there is no way we can show others this love. We love in a way that reflects the joy in our hearts. And if we are lacking this joy, we need to go back and get it. How do we do this? We need to focus on reading the Word of God. 
taking time each and every day to pray and focus our thoughts, especially if we can first thing in the morning and last thing at night, in giving God the praise that he is due. Without praise, without being grateful, there is no joy. Without joy, there is no hope. Without hope, there is only despondency, and that is when the enemy creeps in and takes hold. Love, by its very nature, is sacrificial, and speaking in love means speaking with sacrifice to self. Our speech is a reflection of what is in our heart, and in our heart, if our heart is lacking, it will be obvious to those who listen. If you have difficulty in this area, pray to the Lord and ask for help. Ask him to give you the words you should use. I do this often when I pray for people and I'm at a loss. And sometimes I'll pray this out loud. You know, dear Lord, you know this person's needs and please help me to use the words you want me to use in this prayer. And then I just wait and I just start praying. You know, we can invite the Lord into everything that we do. We can invite him into the conversations. We can invite him into our discussions. Sometimes when I pray for people, I have no idea what they really need, but God does. God can give us those gifts of the Spirit and guide our speech so that we are a reflection of God's love and a true example of Christian charity. This week's challenge is speaking in love to others and using our words to uplift and encourage I thank you so much for joining me today. May God be blessed in all that you do. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Felice on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.